Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, is another top NXT star's WWE contract on the verge of expiring? Free agents from WWE and Impact were backstage at AEW Dynamite this week. Renee Paquette is still under a WWE non-compete clause. And Bray Wyatt was cleared to return to the ring just before he was released by WWE. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. All right, let's kick things off by talking about Pete Dunne. A new report here from Fightful Select emerging yesterday evening, uh, talking about how his WWE contract, like Adam, similar to the Adam Cole situation, Pete Dunne's WWE contract is going to be expiring soon. One source within WWE has told Fightful Select that it will be out, like the contract will expire after SummerSlam weekend, which is, of course, the 21st and 22nd of this month. So, Really interesting situation here. The the Cole thing is wild. Obviously, it was reported initially that his first contract expired in July. He then uh, ended up agreeing with WWE that he would work through SummerSlam weekend as well. He's probably going to wrestle Kyle O'Reilly on TakeOver. That hasn't been confirmed yet, but, you know, watching TV and following the patterns seems mm-hmm. to be heading that way. Uh, Dunn now has a similar timescale, it seems. Now, uh, the situation has been described to Fightful as being similar to Cole's but that doesn't necessarily mean that Dunn's contract expired in July as well and he's on a similar agreement. It's just, you know, it's expiring and everything else. There's no mm-hmm. word on, like, negotiations of a new contract or anything else. Uh, but, you know, it, it's another top-level guy in NXT who could potentially uh, become a free agent if he doesn't agree to terms on a new WWE contract. Dunn's, what, like, 27 years old. He's still a young guy, mm-hmm. uh, but he's been in the WWE system for several years now. Uh, became full-time, you know, like, shortly after the UK title tournament in January 2017. Uh, he was UK champion for, like two years or, or at the bare minimum close to two years <laughs> yeah. before he lost it to Walter um, so you know he's played a prominent role he was in the main event of uh, the last takeover for goodness sakes so yeah. uh, he's he's been prominent on TV lately as well I, I love Pete Dunne. I've loved Pete Dunne for a long long time he was a big part of the British indie boom uh, you know before it was no longer a boom <laughs> and everyone <laughs> yes. signed for WWE uh, but what do you reckon of this Adam I think Pete Dunne would do a good job wherever he went uh, but my gut tells me he'll end up staying 
yeah, I sense this is more likely than Adam Cole sticking around in WWE. They're two obviously very different characters. I have no doubt that they would be able to do something great with him, for example, in AEW. I'm not saying he's going to go there if he leaves WWE, but, you know, that seems to be the, the case with a lot of people at the moment. And I still, I think it was Sidgwick tweeting uh, overnight or maybe even this morning uh, about the fact that he would be an ideal fit for something like Team Taz or something. Look, he's a very different character to someone like an Adam Cole, but he's insanely talented. I think, like you say, uh, with his history with WWE, he is probably going to re-sign and stick around there. But wherever he ends up, I know he's just going to absolutely smash it. He's one of the, the best British talents there is out there. Yeah, absolutely. A huge, huge part of that indie boom uh, in the UK. Him, Tyler Bate, Trent Seven, and a whole bunch of other. Basically, mm-hmm. the NXT UK roster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the vast majority of them. So, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what his next move is going to be. Hope he gets paid, whatever happens. And I hope he's exactly. creatively fulfilled as well, of course. Uh, but speaking about potential free agents, or actual free agents now, actually, <laughs> uh, a couple of them were backstage on AEW Dynamite this week. This being reported by Bodyslam.net's Cassidy Haynes. Uh, former WWE Cruiserweight Champion Tony Nese and his tiny knees uh, were both backstage in Daly's place this week. Uh, he was obviously released as part of the cuts in uh, late June. His uh, 90-day no-compete clause means that he wouldn't be able to wrestle for any promotion until the 23rd of September, but he's insanely talented. His abs are obviously unreal, and yeah. uh, he'd be a great signing, in my opinion, for, for AEW. He wasn't the only one backstage, though. Kira Hogan of Impact Wrestling, or formerly of Impact Wrestling, was also backstage. She's been a former knockout tag team champion, uh, of course, over there. She's incredibly talented as well. Look, we're not suggesting either of these people are about to be signed by AEW, but they are on a bit of a spree at the moment, and they are two people, Andy, who would fit in perfectely in AEW. Oh, for sure. Another exclusive report here from Body Slam's uh, Cassidy Haynes, who's killing it at the moment. So shout-outs mm. to him. Um, yeah, man. Like, two good signings, I think. Like, Nice is like are just a really solid dude. He's a, a really great athlete, good wrestler, uh, tremendous abs, like you've said. Oof. Be a really good, useful like player to have on the roster for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I'd love to see him kill it on the indies or whatever. But you know, if he wants a full time deal on a big stage, boom. Uh, I imagine AEW would would not be hesitant to to go. Hey, Tony Nice, mm. come in and do some stuff. Um, and Kira Hogan as well. She's a promising wrestler, of course, former Knockouts champion. Uh, in Impact, Knockouts Tag Team Champion, my apologies, mm. uh, with Tasha Steeles. She's done some great work over the past couple of years in particular as well. Uh, she's young too, so it's another person to build, to grow and everything else. Uh, we've already seen the good work, uh, the, the improvement from from wrestlers like Ty Conti, who've come into yeah. AEW oh, yeah. and Anna Jay and people like that. The, the company already, even though like, you know, the woman scene isn't as on TV as much as a lot of people would like, they already have a track record of building people up and like uh, people expanding their skill sets when they come mm-hmm. in and that would probably be a good environment. But yeah, I would trust both of these to succeed wherever they land. And if they do end up in AEW, yeah, it's a couple of good signings for sure. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Uh, Renee Paquette. She hasn't signed anywhere yet. Do you want to know why? Because she's still got a non-compete clause with (laughs) WWE. That's almost a year. Bloody hell. Um, She was a guest on the Wrestling Inc. Daily podcast uh, earlier this week, which is where this revelation comes from. Uh, Paquette said, however, that her 
non-compete clause is up soon. And she wanted to emphasize as well that she's still on good terms with WWE. There's no bad blood or anything there. It's just a long-ass clause uh, is the situation. Now, the Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer reported in the aftermath of Paquette's WWE release or her, her departure from the mm. company um, that she had a longer non-compete clause than the standard 90 days uh, doled out to wrestlers. So if you're wondering why she hasn't appeared elsewhere on a wrestling show or on TV, like on a sports show or whatever, this is probably why. That being said, she's been pretty damn busy, hasn't she, (laughs) since she left WWE last year. Uh, She, of course, has her podcast, uh, Oral Sessions, uh, which... Uh, I'm not going to steal your line, but, you know, it's, it's a good podcast. Yeah, it's uh, great. <laughs> it's tremendous. It's also apparently like one of the most listened to ones on, on Colin Cowherd's network as well. So it's doing really great. Mm. Uh, on top of that, she released her cookbook earlier this year. And, you know, the small matter of having a kid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, that I'm sure that's probably had a little bit of an impact yeah. on her life as well. So, you know, you know what we think of Renee on this channel? We think she's tremendous, extremely talented person. Uh, and I'm sure like job offers will be flooding in from everywhere if they aren't already once this uh, crazy clause expires it's maddening isn't it like some people Alistair Black they forget and they only give them a 30 day no compete clause they've got a 90 <laughs> yeah. day no compete for half the people they've released and then inexplicably the contract department in WWE apparently put an extra zero and it's a 900 day no compete clause that Renee's got Look, obviously like you say insanely talented she's been rather busy as you alluded to there her podcast's great and uh, whenever that uh, no compete expires you'd imagine the next couple of months let's say uh, she is going to be yeah batting away offers with a stick but yeah rather busy being a mum right now along with everything else so uh, best of luck whatever she decides to do but I know she'll she'll absolutely smash it because she's just so talented and in my opinion WWE should move heaven and earth to try and get her back but yeah. that's not going to happen uh, right let's conclude with more <laughs> details about Bray Wyatt's release uh, an interesting report coming through uh, from Sports Illustrated's Justin Barrasso who revealed that uh, Bray Wyatt was actually cleared to return to the ring just two days before he was released by the company on the 31st of July. He apparently took some time off with an undisclosed physical ailment after WrestleMania 37, but he was deemed good to go on Thursday, the 29th of July, and then on the Saturday, 31st, of course, he was gone. Uh, Apparently, Barrasso also reports that uh, Wyatt signed a new uh, multi-year contract worth millions of dollars in 2020, but that does mean now that he's got a an updated 90-day no-compete clause, which means he's not going to be able to work for or appear in any other promotion until the 29th of October. But, oh God, it, it, it's, I still haven't really sunk in that they've got rid of Bray Wyatt because he seemed integral to them. And then you look at the signature thing that opens the show and now it's Finn Balor and not The Fiend who pops up on that. You know what I mean, the the, the WWE signature thing. But yeah, yeah, you can go back to the ring now. Uh, You won't be going back to the ring though because you'll get released. Why, Sandy? What an absolute bummer that is, isn't it? Like, <laughs> you finally, you get complete, cleared to compete after, what, three months or whatever, and then, hey, bye. Like, that's rough. That really stinks. Uh, the poor guy, man. The poor guy. Yeah, I'm still very surprised they let him go as well. He just, it, it seems to me, at least, like, the WWE product is the perfect place for him and, like, his kind of creativity. Uh, so, it's a sucky situation on, like, a human level and everything else. And, uh, yeah three months I'm sure I'm sure he'll be back in some shape or form in whatever company uh, he seems like a guy who wants to have his ideas out there in the world and I don't think he'll be satisfied if he's just sitting at home keeping them to himself so don't think we've heard the last from Wyndham Rotunda by a long shot 
you know, lots of allusions to that on that uh, segment with the elite on AEW on Wednesday <laughs> night shirts. with the Ric Flair robe and the cookie monster stuff and, of course, the Hawaiian shirts. It was either that or a reference to Michael Sidgwick's wardrobe. I can't really work out which <laughs> one it was. Right, let's move on to your Twitter questions at WhatCultureWWE. Of course, if you want to get in touch with us, first question today comes from CM Chonk, who says, <laughs> how would you feel about WWE splitting the Queen of the Ring brackets with one side NXT and the other side Raw and SmackDown and had the final match at Survivor Series. What do you reckon to Queen of the Ring, Andy? Yeah, I think that's a logical way to do it, isn't it? Um, have like the opposing brands fight out. She can have showcase matches on the shows every single week. Uh, then a big final on TV for each show and then building up to the final of finals uh, on the pay-per-view as well. Um, although like, as an alternative path, I would quite like to see some some NXT and maybe even NXT UK people mixed into this. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be cool. Um, I, I, I'd love to see like a Miko Satamura or a Kaylee Ray in there if it's possible for them to travel over and do matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love to see Yoshi Shirai in there, some newcomers like Zoe Stark as well. I think there's good potential to mix it up with all of WWE's brands, and for me, I think that would be a little bit more of a fuller tournament. However, I also think that this is a good idea. It's like sporting stuff, isn't it? And, yeah. You know, we I'm love really, that sports I'm really stuff. excited about Queen of the Ring. Did I read that the finals might be in Saudi Arabia, though? That is certainly a choice, and you are... Yes, you did read that. <laughs> Okay. Um, me and uh, Hample actually did an entire podcast predicting or suggesting ideas for, for Queen of the Ring. Mainly, don't have Charlotte win it was the central thing. Yeah. I'm going to be a part of it. But yeah, we get it. She was a queen. She didn't have to win it. But we did a whole podcast about that. You can get that What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcast from. But yeah, we suggested maybe not necessarily splitting the brackets up, but we had, I think we had maybe like 16 people involved in it and we divvied it up. So it was a certain number from Raw, a certain number from SmackDown. And then, yeah, a little bit of like NXT, NXT UK. And also... Let's get some legends back in there. Well, I'd love to see... I always go to Molly Holly, which will pop Phil, who's editing <laughs> this video, of course. But I also think people like Victoria, who's great, who should be on WWE more, because I love her. She's fantastic. People like that, just to come back and, and you know, either put stars overall, go on a bit of a run on in this tournament, would be fantastic. Uh, but a queen of the ring leading to a title shot for someone, I think would be would be great. I'm just glad that they finally bloody got round to it, to be honest. Uh, right, yeah. second question today comes from Mysterian Jr., who says, uh, there is plenty of talk about who Kenny Omega might be dropping his belts to, but who do you think that the Bucks are going to drop theirs to? Uh, Mysterian Jr. says, I hope it's FTR after their proud and powerful feud. I think it's going to be uh, proud and powerful. Uh, that's that's my pick to take yeah. the belts. Um, I think that when they do the rematch, which it seems like they're going to do because uh, of the promo on this week's Dynamite, where Dax was like, "You almost killed my 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 best friend, my tag team partner. I'm going to kill you." It was a really good promo. Uh, Didn't even uh, see way- the arm hanging off. I've seen that nah, once just more that, than enough. That was enough, wasn't it? But I, <laughs> yeah, the way the way I've I've expressed the promo there makes it sound silly, but no, it was really great oh, stuff. Yeah. It seems like they're going to go back to that match, and I think uh, Ortiz and Santana have been waiting for their flowers in AEW for a mm. while, haven't they? They've been on the roster since day one, um, and they've not really had that big focused concerted like mm. title level push yet so I think it's going to be them I also think they're a bit more natural opponents for the Bucks as you know FTR are heels and the Bucks are heels now as well as opposed to the first time they faced so yeah I think it's a bit more natural and I think a big title win in New York City uh, Arthur Ashe Stadium would be tremendous that's a hell of a shout yeah I've got to agree with you the whole proud and powerful thing uh, FTR you know, another FTR Young Bucks match would be great, but I think Brand Powerful, you're right, are the guys to take those titles off the books. Or 
the new greatest tag team in AEW 2.0, who of course didn't lose because they didn't get pinned. That's so, how it works. Undefeated still in <laughs> AEW. Uh, final question today comes from Mimi Burris, who's been coming in with a load of great questions recently. Mimi says, uh, hello and happy Friday. If you were going to get one wrestling-related tattoo on your body, what would you get? Uh, Mimi, it's the obvious DMD on a toothbrush, of course. Genius. <laughs> that's, re- that's really good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I've had a, a lot of great wrestling-centric tattoos you could get you could ape cm punk and get a pepsi tattoo uh, and if you want you could get whatever you want there's loads of people in wrestling with great body art and everything else your 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 malachi blacks and and uh, the butcher he's got loads of great tattoos as well loads of great ideas i'm gonna go for the wrestling tattoo that everyone loves and i'm gonna get it right on my forehead cody's neck tattoo boom (laughs) (laughs) oh i still remember when that happened and we went you've you've done what cody What's this? <laughs> Is that permanent? But okay. it was a transfer. You know, like you used to get those transfers yeah. out of oh, magazines yeah. and you could like put some water on it and you'd be like, hey, look at my tattoo. And you're like nine years old. You think you got yeah. tattoos? Uh, I thought it was like that as well, but nope. <laughs> uh, I've already, <laughs> already sorry, got, I've already got my uh, Resonator tattoo. I think I've mentioned it on some previous videos. Full back tattoo of Titus <laughs> of course it's on the back I won't get out no one wants to see that uh, right let's conclu- conclude with today's and finally and just a, a lovely touch here from the guys uh, uh, collar and elbow obviously uh, awful news coming out yesterday about the passing of beautiful Bobby Eaton uh, and they're releasing a Bobby Eaton memorial shirt all proceeds from the sales will go directly to the family of uh, their friend beautiful Bobby Eaton uh, there's a link that was posted by the Blue Meanie. Uh, you can find it on our Twitter. Just go and search for it. Go and buy this shirt. Go and support them because uh, he's an absolute legend. And I yeah. think this is a fantastic little touch, Andy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, there's the GoFundMe as well to cover the funeral yeah. expenses. It's already something like $5,000 over over the top, obviously. In situations like this, the family and everyone else could obviously use more. So there you go. Chris Jericho uh, donated yes. like $5,000 as well. He's always involved in these causes and always putting forth generous donations. So yeah, once again, man, rest in peace, Bobby Eaton. Uh, the guy, even though it felt like he was wrestling like, you know, eons ago, he was only 62 years old. It's a really sad situation and uh, rest in peace. Yeah, it's just it's, it's been a weird few days because this happened. It's obviously terrible news, and yet, as a result of this happening, I found out so many great stories that I didn't know about Bobby. And yeah. so, yeah, well worth reading up on like Squared Circle or just searching on Twitter because everyone's got such great things to say and fantastic stories to tell as well. Uh, the one about him. Um, being revealed as dating I can't remember whose daughter it was he was dating but regardless it is a fantastic story yeah tremendous man like you always love to see like the outpouring of just great stories and everything else obviously the overbearing thing is a tragic situation um, but it's nice to celebrate the lives of these people as well um, as well as acknowledging the horrific loss to the family and everyone Mm. else once again Uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to the friends and family of the late beautiful Bobby Eaton but let us know your thoughts on that and all of today's news stories in the comment section below don't forget to like share and subscribe and subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts myself and the Daddy Boys sitting down to preview Smackdown a little bit later on today and of course there's going to be Wrestle Culture with a hashtag bloody good quiz plus you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at What Culture WWE watch there follow both of us you can follow Andy Murray at at Andy H. Murray and H today stands for hey we talked about him on the news today happy birthday Tony Nice 
The, oh, it's his birthday. Happy yeah. birthday, Tony. Nice coincidence. News. Uh, you can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. But for now, my thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. We will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market